Welcome one, welcome all. Here we are, witnessing our very own Sunday roast. I don't know about you, but it evokes all sorts of trips down memory lane and sensations which I just am absolutely enjoying as we start on this journey. I start with this very first episode where I was interviewed by a very dear friend. (laughs) Many of you would have heard the name before. If not, let me introduce you to Kim White. She sits down and asks all the questions that she loves to do and allows me to reflect, think and expand on this experience alongside you at the same time. I'm Linda Bonney and this is Stories with a Sunday Roast. Welcome to the community. I am so glad that you have joined us. Linda Bonney, welcome to the community. I'm so glad you are leading us in this adventure. You are an amazing community leader. (laughs) What an adventure it is. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you for taking the time because as I've been editing back and listening and all the things in these conversations, your name is mentioned sprinkled throughout many, many of the conversations, funnily enough. So, (laughs) Thank you for saying that. I want to know why you wanted to start this entire adventure, because this is a big adventure. It is. And it was a dream for a very long time. And when you look at it from the outside, it's... It's going pretty fast-tracked <laughs> right now. However, there has been a quite a lead-up to this point. And it's may look like that it's in this time frame, but really I started writing this book a very long time ago and I started developing this concept for the podcast a very, very long time ago <laughs> from childhood. I just hadn't realised it was necessarily possible in many ways so the reason that I wanted to do it was to in many ways stubbornly prove to myself that I could (laughs) and prove to others that I can and they can and that's definitely a big part of why Mm. that's a great reason in my book (laughs) (laughs) It sounds simple, however, it's much more than that. (laughs) Oh, it's such a gift you're giving to everyone involved in this project. Tell me about that, that walk down the street so many years ago that influenced all of this project. Yeah. (laughs) Well, look, I can't pinpoint one. There were several. And it also involved a trip across Australia, essentially, in a car with no air conditioning in summer, (laughs) but driving down different roads, dirt roads, windy roads, straight roads, long roads, and really wondering who does live behind that door and what do they have for dinner and what sort of job do they have and do they have children and what colour are their sheets and so many questions that 
piqued my curiosity and imagination and I didn't necessarily have the answers at 6, 8, 13, 16, 25. (laughs) But I did have a certain desire to find out more and a drive to understand how that then impacted their life and my life and what was so special about that oh, that very moment that they do put their feet on the floor as they get out of bed or when they sit down to have a roast dinner <laughs> and there's an amazement at the amount of people that we have in the world, billions, billions upon billions of people, and we are one of those billion, yet being able to understand the importance of the one person is something which, yeah, just blows me away in a way (laughs) as well. So tell me something that sparked your curiosity when you were on that drive. When you were driving across Australia and the memory that you have of all of this, can you tell me how that's connected to the feeling that we have about a Sunday roast dinner? Mm -hmm. I think there's a connection there between feeling like I am just an ordinary person and there's this other ordinary person. But together, in many ways, that's irrelevant. (laughs) That's only the surface of who we are and the intrigue really is a feeling of there's definitely almost an elegance to it in a way. There's almost a feeling that you are special. Mm. I believe you are very special. I believe you are an extraordinary human. And for you to have the ability to share your Sunday roasts with us is an incredible gift and talent. Yeah. Thank you. And it's interesting because my little, or not so little anymore, I just tucked him into bed and he looks so long right now. (laughs) Huge. He's almost eight. And very often we will drive down Doyle Avenue because he knows that's a daily occurrence now. (laughs) Or we will be driving somewhere and he will say, why why is this place so special? It just feels special. Not necessarily needing or wanting an answer, just saying that question out loud. So, yeah, I really hope that some of that's filtered through in conscious or subconscious or all sorts of ways that he can start to ask that question and desire to know more. And that's also what I would like to filter out into the community as well. Mm. Your passion is contagious. Ah. (laughs) How has that impacted your 
your kiddos? Like how has that created those conversations about community by doing this project? Oh, it's interesting because I don't know that I fully have the exact perspective yet. I think this will impact them for years to come. (laughs) I think they feel quite proud in saying, oh, my mum's writing a book. Did you know my mum's writing a book? And (laughs) when I overlook the fact that Josh has a soccer tournament this weekend and it was only Friday that I went, oh, right, so you've got four games in three days and the first one's at six o'clock tonight. Okay, let's go. (laughs) So, look, there are definitely many moments I think that they don't realise exactly what's going on and then they can't possibly know the full extent of something as big as writing a book to them. I'm just, yeah, very much in my zone and they can see the happiness and the passion and the excitement that's then filtering through as well. So I do hope and desire that they gain much inspiration from that for their lives while also moments there's moments in there where there's mum really wants to do this and not put you to bed again for the 20th time tonight (laughs) so (laughs) it's a roller coaster as well Hmm. I think through their eyes though you are extraordinary to them I would love to know who you see through your eyes as extraordinary Mm. Goodness. Well, the first person that comes to mind is having conversation with me right now on this very interview. Thank you, Princess. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And look, so many of people that have even come into my life very briefly, uh, obviously my family is a huge part of that as well. I mean... Ben has seen all the sides of me (laughs) and sometimes gets the full brunt of the melty, as you say, and has been such a solid witness to this whole experience. Sometimes not fully understanding why, (laughs) sometimes not fully understanding a lot of things. I just definitely find that extraordinary in itself, mine mum, dad, my sister, and then there's people in my past as well. There's certain memories that really have stuck around and I was only thinking of one the other night where I basically befriended an older gentleman at church when I was probably about eight or maybe six, seven I'd have to look back at, you know, sort of exact dates maybe. And he was an elderly gentleman who was picked up every week from his nursing home and brought to the service. Uh, That was his outing essentially. So 
think he would have been late 80s, maybe early 90s, and his name was Mr Longstaff. And Mr Longstaff had immigrated from England. He used to teach children sign language, so he was quite involved in teaching children how to sign and he used to build little houses on trailers on the back of on the back of that and still have a few pictures actually in black and white where he would build up little kitchens and all sorts of things for them and I remember there was a story in there where he would write love letters back to England for his friends and all sorts of moments in that where we just hit it off basically <laughs> and he would eventually come to our house to share a birthday cake I think our birthdays were only two days apart and just people like that which at the time again I didn't recognize as very influential I just loved those moments uh, within that and it's not only past moments there will be people like that in my future as well and I think of all of the guests that I've had for the podcast and the book and how much they have brought to my life and sharing their lives and how much impact that's also rippling out into the world and yeah there's so many people that are influencing me every day that it's hard to <laughs> I feel like we might need a few pages of acknowledgements in the book and I'll keep adding and adding, <laughs> adding and adding and adding to it so yeah it's pretty special so this is going to be a loaded question mm, right like nachos <laughs> I would love for you to describe your favorite interview guest no names <gasps> Oh. No names, but what does it feel like? Because again, we're back to that Sunday roast feeling. What does it feel like interviewing your very favorite guest? Oh, you know, as a parent, you're not meant to have favorite children. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so tricky to pick a pick a favorite. Oh. Oh, so much. Oh, so <laughs> goodness, let me let me think because there's a collective feeling that I've received from oh, every single interview I've had, and there's different interviews in different guests in different ways because. Some of the people I've talked to are almost strangers. Other people I've talked to, I talk to every day outside the interview. So there's such a vast diversity, <laughs> which is part of exactly what I was looking for. So when I think about some of my favourite experiences and moments within all of those, <sighs> It's almost like opening a portal, I think. It's almost like being able to provide a certain slowdown for a second 
a certain opportunity to share moments that you may have lost a little for a second. They're still there. They're not necessarily moments that you get to talk about often or talk about in a way which acknowledges them. So intimately is also another feeling. There's a certain intimacy when I'm able to be witness to hearing the emotion that is alongside their stories. I I do feel like it is quite a responsibility to, you know, be able to share stories that are so very individual yet so very captivating in the fact that every single interview I've had, I've heard parts of my story within them. So that's quite enticing (laughs) to me, that feeling of, yeah, responsibility because nobody else has your story. Nobody else is experiencing exactly the same journey that you are and so it's almost there are those as cliche as it sounds those pieces of you that are unique and again coming back to that elegant sort of they just they do feel like like home Mm. so tell me something that is an element of home that you look for in other people's Mm. stories? Mm. There's a certain atmosphere, I think, that is created when people allow themselves to share a story in a way which doesn't feel pressured or doesn't feel staged and... That's what a big part of what I'm looking for, I think. It's a genuine desire to acknowledge yourself <laughs> and spend time sharing a story which is important to you and understanding that's also important to others. Okay. Right now, I'm taking a very deep breath. (laughs) Not sure exactly what just happened. I'm ready for a big, long nap and so very, very satisfied and beautifully fulfilled. It's hard to put exactly into words, I think. And in many ways, I feel like I just need to pause, strap myself in and get ready for the ride. I really enjoy the fact you're all here with me and watch out because it's beautifully unfolding and humbling to be right here with you. Welcome to the community. Thank you so much for joining us. To find out more about current projects, please head over to the website, which I call my own, which is constantly in progress. (laughs) It's lindabonnie.com where you can find out what's going on not only here but in other aspects of my journey.